0: Welcome to Checkmate's Go, Season 2, Episode 23. Checkpoint recently released a service called Infinity SOC, Expose, investigate, and shut down attacks faster with 99% precision across network cloud, endpoint, mobile, and IoT. The same intelligence and investigation tools are used by Checkpoint Research, and they're now available to you with Infinity SOC. While we just launched this product not too long ago, I've actually got to watch the evolution of this product over the last few years. It was also my first real exposure to artificial intelligence and machine learning, how it's being used today in cybersecurity. Today I'm speaking with Arendt Koren, who is one of the masterminds behind Infinity Sock, and he did create the first algorithm that became Infinity sock. We start talking about the evolution of the project that ultimately became Infinity Sock.
1: Approximately two and a half years or three years ago, um, after reviewing and working with like lots of Sock operations... Like, we've met with lots of SOC operations and done lots of training for SOC and incident response teams globally. Um, we saw a challenge, and the challenge is to locate the threats, basically. And we've asked ourselves, why? Why should we train people if we know how to solve the challenge? We just need the math behind the scenes. So, we started with working in the garage, let's say, starting with small. And checkpoint checkpoint allows us to open like small startups internally and try to figure out how we solve stuff um, in a very open way. Checkpoint allows us to do that, and we started with a very small team, like uh, three or four personas, and we started with understanding the challenge. And the challenge is how to locate a threat and a real one. Um, so to create, and the idea was to create a machine learning um, models that solve those challenges, and to train the machine. So we gathered the resources, of course, as, as needed. We called it Maggie. Uh, it's, it's just a character from Game of Thrones. I don't think lots of people know this character, but you just need to look for it if you want, a very like, non-interesting one. And we started with a manual work, training, basically. But the training was to the machine learning team. Because when you take uh, mathematicians, and try to tell them, okay, this is the threat, this is how you analyze it, they're looking for something else. And we started with internal training to the machine learning team. After uh, not a short training for them, we started to see the patterns and started to understand what are the algorithms we need to write down and what is the math behind the scenes we need to create. It took us some kind of six months, I think, to create the first algorithm uh, behind Maggie and to run it in a customer network so i think it's three months of understanding the challenge really behind the scenes and then six months to write the first algorithm and in the mid of 2018 i think we had almost 50 customers that we trained and retrained the first algorithm on them and we had a very 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 high rate of detections like we were able to reduce lots of lots of noise And then we understood that we found something that really works and really assists those specific customers, almost 50 customers who are willing to work with us. Now, why do we need 50 customers? I think that's one of the questions you're asking yourself when you're starting a startup. Um, Where do I get the data from? What is the challenge I need to solve? And does the customer is going to buy it after I will create it? Like exactly when you create a startup. So creating the algorithm means you write the math behind the scenes based on lots of data Checkpoint have and then retrain it. Retrain it based on those stock operations. So those analysts in those 50 almost customers, they've retrained Maggie to think like them, like those analysts. It took us lots of time to achieve it, Uh, and after that we've added more and more and more algorithms now maggie then moved to analyst mind we called it after that analyst mind because we had lots of algorithms behind it and it's an analyst mind and then we released it as an infinity sock but the basic was understanding the challenge and that's what we're trying to achieve sit with the customer and understand what is the pain Uh, i think we solved it uh but that's you know infinity sock
0: now what I know about uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning is that yeah it, it's it's ultimately a math problem when you when you get right down to it and it's and you're still you're still ultimately calculating a probability that something is uh yeah that, that it is a it is a, a malware in this case um, there you're never going to get to hundred percent it's always this there's it's, it's a cert, it, you 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 have to minimize false positives and and uh, and false negatives right as much as you can but it's a, it's always a balancing act between those things and by the way data matters a lot and data data is also has to be classified a certain way right because uh, the algorithms can be wrong and you and you feed back to the algorithms hey this is this is a malware or this wasn't or this you said this this is a malware, this isn't. And, and so, so, you know, and I know from our own presentations on it that it, it took us years in general to start doing some of this um, artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we have a lot of customers. That's, yeah. You know, that's the nice thing about being Checkpoint is we have a lot of customers that use our products. So, um, and, and we have a lot of data as a result of that. So um, how much of that, uh, that existing data set were you able to leverage as part of uh, building what is now Infinity Sock?
1: When you take a data set, and you need to tag it, and that's the flow, basically. You take the experts, and uh, me and some of the Checkpoint research team and our team in Belarus and some of the best researchers in the globe that were willing to work with us from the customers that we have. um, We started by manual tagging of hundreds of thousands of logs. We've worked for lots and lots of times as experts to say, this is really bad, or this is not bad and we gave it a manual score just to have the baseline. And that's, and I, I want to emphasize that because when you give a baseline, the baseline is based on lots of features. Why do you think it's bad? And you need lots of data to really explain to the machine why is that 0.9 probability from zero to one, or this is 0.1. When you understand how to explain it to yourself, then you can say, those are the thoughts I've had. Those are the features I've used to understand this threat. Now, when you create this baseline, then you take new data from the data source you have. Now, Threat Cloud is an enormous amount of data sources in there, like enormous of logs. So we took millions and millions of events and malicious activities and non-malicious activities and sent it to the machine. The machine sent us an output saying, this is 0.1, this is 0.9, and we needed to review all of those outputs one by one to verify them. And now the major question is, what if you get a 0.5, 50-50? So you don't need to ask a machine if it's a 50-50, right? That's not what the machine learning should do. It should give you a high probability or low probability. That's what you're looking for. That's the main work when you're creating a machine learning algorithm, you're looking at the middle, and try to push it to the right or to the left. If it's 0.5, based on what the machine said, based on the millions of logs we gave it, and it says, I don't really know, and you say, you know, that's definitely one. Then the machine will retrain itself and try to understand how, or to give you the output that says, yes, okay, now I understand why it's one. Let me give you another one. The next one will not be 0.5, but 0.52. The machine will learn from you. And when you take Threat Cloud with gazillion amount of logs, you cluster them, you tag them manually based on the experts you have. And then you try to feed the machine with clean data. And she give you the output eventually that is correct. That's is really correct if an analyst will look at that. That's the goal. and. We've done that with enormous amount of data as a start, and then after onboarding the customers, another section and another cycle of retraining from the customers themselves. So lots of logs, lots of them, and lots of time. So, and we have both. We have the knowledge, we have the data in threat cloud, and we had the time. So we've just done it in the right way
0: but it's the quality of the data too right so you know so you can feed a a machine learning algorithm any amount of data but if it's not cl- classified correctly and you're not looking at the right attributes of that data then it's uh, perhaps not so interesting or you're going to get results that are kind of all over the map it, your your goal with any of this stuff is of course to get to closer to certainty you're never going to get to 100 but you're going to but you want to get either to you know uh, you know night you, you want to get to you know one extreme or the other right you either want it to be a, you know fairly low probability or fairly high probability because there's always going to be false positives and that's and and even human analysts make the mistake right and so it's you're. You're, you're trying to approximate that as much as possible the machine learning algorithms are going to figure out themselves okay this is a this is something maybe a human a human expert's not going to be able to see but if you tell them yes we know this is malware they're going to it's going to figure out with the right with the right algorithms it's going to figure out exactly uh there, you know you may not be able to even articulate to you why it decided this was a high probability malware but uh it, it's better than uh, you know it's it's it, there, there's an intuition develops but it only develops with the right data the right out al- the right uh, there's some there's some algorithms that da- domain experts right so the people that work for checkpoint that you know we we and uh, and all of that it, that's that's where the value comes in and it's a and yeah it, it and it takes time and it takes a lot it does take a lot of data and it does take a lot of uh, um you know and it, and it's going to take continual work it's not a set it and forget it thing for sure
1: yeah I, I want to add about it because you said you need to have a very good data set to work with, and we do have a very good data set to work with but what we understood on the way is when we started with a very good data set like very tagged very known malicious or non- malicious and we know it. After we retrained enough the machine, let's say that you have three colors, black, gray, and white. Black is that you know that is bad. Gray is supposed to be, or suspicious. And white, you know it's good. So if you take the black ones and retrain again and again and again, and you have a very powerful and very precise algorithm, you can start and go to the right and go to the gray area. So when you take gray data combined with black, you can start to expose lots of stuff that you did not know from intelligence perspective. Because the algorithm can analyze. And he have his own knowledge or experience now based on the inputs. Now you give it half-baked data, you get very interesting insights. And we are seeing it now when it evaluates and we're improving it all the time, that we can find also stuff that the intelligence community, let's say, will not say it's so bad. It's maybe bad. But the algorithm now knows how to think. Or he thinks like the analyst, almost. No one can, of course. Uh, we cannot put aside uh, the sock analyst. Or the analyst is a human, and we need a human on the way. But we can do the gray area also. And that's what we are working on now. And that's one of the major challenges taking the main core data, the black data that you know is bad, cluster, create the machine learning, and then give it something that you're not sure with. Looking at the results of that, it's it's extreme to see it all the time from the customers and from the machine, because it's fine stuff that we didn't knew that are, are bad. This is the power thing behind it. It's a machine that can do lots and lots of stuff. Not better, maybe in some cases better, but in a vast way, with lots and lots of data that a human being cannot even look at.
0: You know what I think that machine learning and artificial intelligence can do is in in certain domains, right? It's it's not a you know we we tend to think of you know that if you look at the uh, the science fiction right of of uh, of, of uh, machine you know machine learning artificial intelligence it's that. They think exactly like a human does, or you know, it, it's hard to tell. It you know could would would pass the Turing test kind of thing. Now, I think in certain domains, you can certainly do that, right? So if you so you you and it takes a long time to train a you know a, a, a machine learning uh, you know algorithm to be able to identify what's malware, and 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 eventually that you know over time with enough data and the right algorithms and, and continual tuning, by the way, because this is never set it and forget it. You always have to you're always having to make adjustments because of course the hackers are potentially even using their own machine learning and artificial intelligence to generate malware, it wouldn't be surprising. Right. So, um, so the, the, it's, a, it's an es- it's an escalation in the race. And so certainly a machine learning algorithm um, over time is going to be able to be faster at identifying something that might look, that might be um, that might be malicious and may, and may not be able to tell you why necessarily is yeah, it's, it's, you know, you're trying to eliminate the gray, I guess is the, the yeah, I think, you know, to, to use, Uh, what you said before is that we really that that's the whole point of this is to yeah is to be able to eliminate the gray and even do it faster than than you know than uh, employing all the humans to do it um but but it's still there's still humans behind the scenes it's not you know it's not going to become skynet anytime soon
1: yeah I, i want to give you some examples of that because it's important to connect it to the real life and all the things that we see live in customers' networks, and not only on customer networks, also on external threats that we have based on the machine learning algorithms that we have. There was a case uh, three and a half weeks ago, I think, when I was called to a customer session, and that was the first time the customer was having Infinity Sock uh, deployed or installed. Uh, There is no installation, so it was pretty fast deployment, like uh, three and a half minutes, and it started to analyze. And we had a good discussion, and, and we discussed what we can give the customer, and I saw the machine works on the backend. So every it started to collect data and analyze stuff. It's, it can work pretty fast uh, now, in those days. And we started to find bad stuff going on in the network. Now, I have spoke with the SOC operators in the network itself. So I've sat within this session with the SOC operators, with the networking team, they both know Checkpoint, of course, and we started to look at the threats when they pop up. And we looked at a threat with a very low probability. We started with this one. And we looked on 10 or 12 probability score, like between one to 100. So I asked the analyst, can you look at your instance? What do you think about this threat? Have a look. So he looked at that and said, yeah, no, that's not a threat. Like, he communicated once with some were bad or three times today but there is not enough data to say it's bad so yeah I think it's I will give it 12 or 15 yes and then we went up and saw an IoT device and he was surprised and said you can locate IoT devices I said yeah one of the algorithms to locate and discover an IoT device that is compromised I said I didn't knew I had this IoT device just a sec went out came back and say, okay we will take care of it. Let's move on. That's when I know that uh, we've done something good. And the last part is going to the 100 or to the 90%. Looking at those, they said, yeah, those are pretty bad. I said, okay, so you want to take an action? Yeah, we will take an action. We will clean them up. It took us like a few minutes uh, because the machine analyzed all this data from the specific customer and it was pretty straightforward. But from the other hand, I had another customer, um, I think a week and a half ago, we had a session with him, and we didn't spoke about it until now uh, in here, but Infinity Sock doesn't look from the machine learning side only on your logs, but also on the entire globe or the entire SIGINT intelligence checkpoint have to look for lookalike domains that you might have on you. And same or other algorithms on the backend, but same concept. We look for something that is bad for you, we automated the procedure with machine learning and we give you an insight, a very simple one. The insight was onboarding the customer and I think it took us uh, 25 minutes for the machine to find a lookalike domain. A domain that stole the content of the customer, presented it as its own with a not a valid login, I will say, so uh, credential theft. After the customer looked at it and said, okay, this is a very strange insight. I don't understand what you gave me. And we've explained. he said, so what should they do now with it? Um, now, after contacting IRT, and we've called in Wiley and all the team, they said, okay, we'll take care of it. Like, this is the service. And after less than seven hours, we took down this domain. So when we look on machine learning and we look on insights, as you said, It's per domain experts area. We looked on the internal network with the machine learning call Maggie. We started with Maggie. And we didn't stop there. We moved on to an insights outside of your network. You've said uh, you need lots of data. You need lots and lots of very good and tagged data. And this is what we have in Threat Cloud. Everything is tagged or almost everything that we want to be tagged. And we know that if someone will create a lookalike for you, we will find it also. Now, the neat stuff behind it is how did we find it? Now, I want to give the example, not from the internal insights, but from the external one. Because an example on that is on the fact that we looked on the domain of the customer. And the domain is orenkoren.com. But in the lookalike case, what we have found is not based on the texts that we have. The key feature in this case of a customer was an OCR. We've created an image from the URL of the customer, we've created an image from all of the URLs we are l- listening to in the globe, and we found similarity in the image. Don't look at the text, like Oren koran start with an O. Look at the image and look for similarities between the images of orencorren.com and orencorel.com. It's pretty close, right? So it's enough to say there is a closeness feature. So this is one feature. But this is another domain. And it took us also the same time by the way to create it um, in a different and parallel work to Maggie. But the important part is to go to the go back to the basic. We want to locate the top threats in a very fast way, in a very precise way. So those are, I think, very good examples from just the last two or three weeks of, uh, I don't want to say bad stuff, but threats that has been found in a very fast way and assisted the customer, basically.
0: Thanks for listening to Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, give us a rating and review, and share with your colleagues on social media. Thanks for listening.